Hey guys, welcome back to On She Goes the Podcast 2019. This is the first episode of the 2019 year. This is going to be a good year, guys. And (laughs) it is actually the second to last episode of the season. So, oh, that's kind of (laughs) sad. Is it? <laughs> Touche. For who? <laughs> For Homest. We'll be we'll be right back, I'm sure, so it'll be fine. <laughs> um today we're gonna be talking to Alicia Ramos. She is the founder and CEO of Girls Night In. Um I'm not sure if you are all familiar with them. The Girls Night In is pretty much a organization for female introverts. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Fair yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, really, nowadays, like, staying in the house, binge-watching, and maybe, like, eating something uh, gluttonous but healthy, possibly, is a bit more satisfying than being out in these streets uh, in the crowds. But, you know, since we talk about travel and stepping out of your comfort zone, um, I wanted to talk about the combination of being an introvert that is traveling and stepping out of their comfort zone. So Alicia Ramos is going to be joining us, and I'm super excited. So enjoy the episode. So we're here with Alicia Ramos. She is the founder and CEO of the Girls' Night In Club. Alicia, thank you so much for being with us. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. Our first uh, podcast of 2019, we're very excited to discuss uh, the topic of basically being an introvert while traveling and how that plays into um, the wanderlust, you know, like wanting to kind of keep to yourself and stay in your safe space, but also wanting Mm -hmm. to see the world. Um, First, can you tell us a little bit about the Girls' Night In Club for some of the people who might not know, like where they can find you and how it started? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So Girls Night In is a self-care community and brand for women who'd rather stay in tonight. Uh, Our main product is a weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday morning with self-care recommendations, inspiration, uh, interviews with women, and smart reads, so articles that we're reading and want to talk about and discuss as a community. Uh, We also have an offline community portion, Uh, so every month we pick one book to read written by a woman author, and we come together in 11 cities around the United States and Canada to discuss the book. So it's a really nice balance of our online community and offline community, and our mission is to help women uh, and anyone really relax, recharge, and build more meaningful community in an overwhelming world. Nice. Yeah. The world yeah. is overwhelming, actually. It is. It's super overwhelming. Um, so one of the things I wanted to, d- to do first is, like, kind of talk about what that means to the girls, like, for, to, to everybody as far as, like, being a person who'd rather kind of, like, stay to themselves or whatever and be in their mm-hmm. safe space. Like, what does that kind of mean to you guys, like, overall? Anybody can chime in. Well, personally, I mean, I would say most people would assume that I'm 
all extrovert, but when it comes to new places and new things, I would consider myself way more anxious, you know, anxiety ridden. I want to visit new places and explore new experiences, but I get really anxious meeting new people sometimes, especially if there's a language barrier, you know, because I don't want to come off as rude or disruptive or misunderstood or uh, disrespectful. And so I think that's been my biggest thing is that even though people know I can talk an ear off, uh, <laughs> I get I get really anxious when it comes to new, new sceneries, new mm-hmm. surroundings. Yeah, I feel kind of the same way. One of the things that I've always had an issue with, and I kind of have to amp myself up, and to be someone that's like, somewhat out there a lot I I have to amp myself up to like get into like large rooms with people or to even like walk into a place like walk Mm -hmm. into a building or walk out Mm -hmm. of a building like Mm -hmm. walking out of a hotel like we were in New York recently and to walk out of the hotel and into New York City and I lived in New York for 10 years and Mm -hmm. I every day I did it but New York is actually the loneliest place with so many people oh like, yeah walking out I had to like amp myself like okay you can do this because I think that I've realized how much other people's energy I allow to seep into my own mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm like if I walk outside and like someone okay for instance I was driving here this morning and there was a woman walking across the street super slow when the light turned green <laughs> and I was just like oh my god and I was like I was in such a good mood and then I saw her and I was pissed <laughs> It changed everything. And I was like, uh, but it's yeah. easy to get, like, I should have just stayed my ass at home. Like, <laughs> that's me all the time. I should have just stayed home. I feel yeah. that way, too, especially about New York, like, because of work. So I live in D.C. now. Mm-hmm. But because of work now, I travel to and from New York quite more frequently. And for some reason, whenever I'm in New York, I end up staying in Midtown, (laughs) which is the literal worst place to stay (laughs) in New York. And so what you were saying about that anxiety of like, just like getting yourself ready to step out into the street, I feel that all the time. And yeah, sometimes I just want to stay in my Airbnb or like hotel where I'm staying. Yeah. It is a lot. It is. I actually miss the days where I used to work from home. No shade. Mm-hmm. I love working. Yeah. <laughs> I love my job. But like I used to work from home a lot when I lived in New York and it, I felt so peaceful yeah. because it was like I had no idea. Like I'm like everybody's out there moving all fast and being crazy yeah. and having an attitude and like <laughs> you have to have an attitude. Like you yeah. can't walk outside and like get from point A to point B mm-hmm. without oh, having yeah. an yeah. attitude problem. Yeah. Like you just totally. have to. You know, and you got to be ready to fight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at all times. Yeah. No, I've, I've always kind of thought that I was an introvert just because I'm a bit more quiet. But I'm starting to think that I'm more of an extroverted introvert, like mm-hmm. a very extroverted introvert, because I do need people to recharge me. And in the way that you said, like going outside and like you mm-hmm. take people's energy, I take that. But I don't really. My threshold is so low. <laughs> so I only need energy from like three to four people. And then I'm like, OK, I'm set for the month. I don't need to see anybody else. <laughs> for real, so I would love like I lived in Bushwick when I was in uh, New York for uh, like a few years and I would just love going out on Saturday and seeing all the people like with the open market and like yeah. selling the meat on a stick and the, the popsicle dude and like walking to the train and that was enough for me my uh, spirit is full right. yeah. I don't really need any more interaction for this quarter, <laughs> this quarter. <laughs> that's, that's like a really good point though and, and something that I think about a lot because I think introvert is this label that we want to identify or not identify as mm-hmm. but from what I've seen in my personal life and what I just heard and a lot of our readers will say is that like actually you know throughout my whole life I've been an extrovert but 
finding girls night in has helped me realize that actually I need more time to recharge than I yeah. had originally yeah. thought. So yeah. I wonder if everyone is a little mix of like both, both. but yeah. mm-hmm. at the end of it all, like you need time, everyone needs time to stay in and not yeah. do anything and not see anyone for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I for one think I could be the poster child for staying in because oh, yeah. <laughs> all these ladies know as well as my close friends that that's my MO. I just... I know I've I've hit my threshold and I hit it pretty early and then I decide to dip and um, <laughs> go home and recharge. But I'm super thankful for for communities like Girls Like Night In, and I think it's just this new wave or this new dare I say it trend that is leaning into like okay, it's less about going out, as Sarita would say, being in these streets, going to the bar <laughs> and drinking. And it's totally okay to yeah. set your boundaries and your wall up pretty high and say mm-hmm. no when you need to say no and have the people around you respect that because I, at the ripe age of 26, I'm realizing <laughs> that I need a lot of downtime in yeah. order to come back and be the best version of myself. And I would rather, like protect that time of mine Mm -hmm. um, and recharge and then come out into the world feeling, you know, 90 to 100 percent as opposed to always operating at a deficit. So, yeah, yeah, the girls know, Mm -hmm. but I'm a Fahrenheit in all the time. Do you think do you think that it's been like the comfort of wanting to be inside kind of started when like the world started getting really crazy. Like it seems like there's a lot going on. Like when we step outside, Mm -hmm. we're hit with so many different things now. And now everything's so unexpected. I mean, especially with the violence in the United States and like, you know, I mean, there's obviously racism and all of these things happening. Is it, do you think like there's some responsibility there on that? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be because of world circumstances, but I do also think that it's a bit about control and knowing that you are the only person and actually the only thing on the planet that you have absolute control over and being able to allocate your time as you see fit um, as opposed to thinking that you have to just go out because, you know, people are doing things and always be in these streets. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it's the rise of technology too, this like always on mentality and always being connected to your online community, like friends and families and coworkers and brands. And I think we need to recharge a lot more often than we probably needed to prior to all these like social networks and even our our phones for that matter. Yeah. And when I think Sarita, you had asked, me like why did why did I start Girls mm-hmm. Night and how did it become a thing and the reason the number one reason I usually give to that is I was really tired <laughs> um, I was really tired and then second the the timing when I launched Girls Night In was uh, right after the presidential inauguration right. so definitely like the politics and just a general overwhelming environment the political environment had a lot to do with it Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it is becoming like our safe haven space from the overwhelmingness of the news and technology and all these things Mm -hmm. um and then also, like, one thing that's unrelated is you save money when you stay in. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 That's so true. I am all about, like, cooking a huge meal for my friends yes. and making our own cocktails and, and tea and just getting cozy and not being, like, rushed out of a restaurant where you just paid, like, $50 for right. a meal right. and a drink. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll definitely stay in and cook any day of the week. Like, I don't need to be out. And that's the thing. I don't feel like I miss anything anymore. Like, right. I don't ever feel like... I don't have FOMO. Like, I'll be on Instagram looking at people's, like, little stories. And I'm like, oh, they like they're having fun. Bye. <laughs> and I'm like... But I don't, you know, I just don't care, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, I think that's great. I'm wanna- still trying to balance that personally because, like, I know I I get FOMO pretty bad, but I also know I hate being out. So it's mm-hmm. like this weird balance of yeah. that whenever I'm out, I'm always regret it. Like, or 90% of the time I'm like, God, it's like 2 in the morning. I go to bed at like 11. Why I mean, did I make this choice? I know. It's ridiculous. That is like 23. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost 24 now. You're so coming good. up. You're good. But, <laughs> but uh, I do, I, I'm trying to find balance and not <laughs> but to Sarita's point, I think there's like this societal pressure in your 20s yeah, to be out true. like Monday through Sunday night. And till two. Till, right. Mm-hmm. And living this lifestyle. So I can see where the FOMO seeps in. Like you feel, are you doing a disservice to your age and to your entire decade of 20s by deciding to stay in? But right. it's like, then you, you feel go better out when you and then you feel like shit and you spend a lot yeah. of money and then... I don't know. Well, it's, I do it's think that if you guys lived in New York or L.A., it would, we would be, be very different. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you lived in a place where it was actually, like, not that it's not lit to go out in Portland, but, like, it's just <laughs> it's not, less lit. It's not right. Right. when you yeah. rag it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. True. You know? so. Right. I want to kind of change the gear to travel a little bit. Um, so, like, how does this mentality, I wonder, affect you know, if you have such a love for travel, too, how does this mentality affect your your wanderlust? Because, I mean, going into a new place, you kind of have to you you do have to communicate with people. You do have to kind of like step out and see something. I mean, I guess you can stay in your hotel and, you know, binge watch or do whatever while you're on your vacation. But then you're not seeing all of the things, you know. So, like, how do you think like you definitely don't have to be an extrovert to travel, but like, how does that mentality play into travel? Do you feel? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, one thing that I think about a lot or do in practice is I plan ahead of time and I carefully choose my locations or my destinations Mm -hmm. based on that. I know that I'm introverted and I don't really want to be in a, in a city like New York city where it's just like always on the go. I'm definitely going to feel FOMO. And I was before this podcast, I was looking through kind of like, where have I been in 2018 or where did I go? And many of the cities are pretty laid back. Like there's nothing too, too crazy about them. Mm -hmm. So like, I think the destination itself, where did um, you go? I went to, well, I spent like six days in Charleston, South Carolina for Christmas. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, like the week, the Christmas week. And I don't know if any of you have been to Charleston, but it's like a very charming city, but it's very sleepy and quiet Mm. too. Um, And it's like you can see all of Charleston after a day, basically. (laughs) So (laughs) after your day of like hitting all the main spots, you're like, oh, well what now (laughs) so you you kind of are forced to slow down and you know talk to locals and see where they're going and maybe even go back to that coffee shop that you went to that you enjoyed earlier yeah um so I think the destination plays a really big part of travel for me and thinking through that what other cities did you go to uh, this year that were pretty like well last year I guess I should say that were pretty Um, chill yeah like a couple 
right off the top of my head, Denver, Colorado, I felt was also kind of laid back and like nature-y. Um, and that was new for me too, because I wouldn't really consider myself an outdoorsy type. Like I don't go hiking every weekend. Join the club, girl. My friends. <laughs> <laughs> but on that trip, I did go hiking with my friends and it was very restorative and it it, it definitely vibed a little bit more with my introverted side, yeah. uh, which got me thinking like maybe I should do this more often. So mm-hmm. that was one. Um, we tend to go to Fort Lauderdale, Florida Interesting. <laughs> quite often, which is, I don't know if you've ever been, but yeah. it's literally oh, yeah. a been. city full of retirees. So yeah. it's very, very <laughs> sleepy. Um, and the only thing to do there is sit on the beach and just like read a book, which yeah. is very my jam. Yeah, it's very different than like Miami, which is like the, yeah. the like and not super. That far yeah. From it. Yeah, yeah, it's not far. So if you did want to like kind of do a little bit of nightlife yeah. thing, you could do that. But for a lot of that's nice. Yeah, and we actually did do like one day trip to Miami, um, and this was me and my boyfriend. We're both introverted, yeah, which also helps to have your travel partner kind of understand that like you don't always want to go to clubs every single yeah. night. Yeah, um, but it's nice to sneak in a little bit of like six hours in like a different city like Miami so that was a good you know what? It's so funny. I just booked a flight to Barcelona. This is my first solo trip. Ooh, and hey. I'm going to Barcelona. I'm really excited. And, like, the biggest thing that I've been looking at for a place to stay is what their TV is like. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's, like, so ridiculous. And, like, that, that's, like, a big priority for me. Because I'm like, I need to know what their television... Because, you know, like, some hotels will have, like, access to Hulu. You can sign yeah. in yeah. with your account or Netflix yeah. and stuff. And I was kind of, like, thinking to myself, like, why am I so hard-pressed to get Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> while I'm in Barcelona but oh it's God. mainly because I know that I'm going to be there for six days yeah. that's a long time I know there's going to be a day or two when I'm going to be like I don't want to go yeah. I'm going to go get some food and come back Yeah. Yep. I was like trying to plan things in my head of like okay this day I can do this this day I can do that like they have this thing called Barcelona pub crawl where you can meet a lot of people who are visiting Barcelona as well since I'm going to be by myself I was like oh this would be a great way to like oh, cool. maybe make some friends and then I was like, do I want to be bothered, though? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's, fair. it's, it's Very like fair. kind of ridiculous, but it's also like, I honestly feel that way. Like, I'm like, am I going to be annoyed? That's really cool, though, that you can even considered it, because I... I've only done solo travel once, and I swear to you, I, like, didn't speak to any other person other than my host family that I was staying with and the people that I was working with. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's what I'm scared of, too, though, because I kind of want to make friends, but I'm also, like... See, I think, like, my introvert, extrovert personality is more so based on the fact that I think people are crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. just in general, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, people out there, I'm like, I don't necessarily trust you to bring complete positivity into my life so I don't know if I want to meet you you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah. valid point yeah, yeah like I don't know if I want to get to know you I don't know if I want to bring you into my to the circle of like what my trip is gonna be you yeah know? Right. <laughs> have any of you had like good interactions with locals or anyone 
while you were traveling alone? I'm so curious because I've never had that experience. I've never had a bad, I typically travel by myself and I've never had a bad experience with locals, to be honest. Um, in France, they were very polite uh, to the extent, though, that like my French was very bad and they did correct me <laughs> in a very French way. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, of course. And then, yeah, everywhere else, everyone has just been really, really polite. They're always wanting to try to, you know, tell you places that you should go. So, like, don't go to this touristy place. Go this place, which is right down the street from my house. And it's like, oh, okay, that's great. And then you see them there. (laughs) And then you see them there. (laughs) Um, It's like, okay, what did I expect? Because you told me you come here every day for dinner. (laughs) So that makes sense. Um, But, yeah, I I mean, people are way more helpful and way... uh, I think way nicer than you would think. I, mm-hmm. With very few exceptions, I don't think that there's ever been anybody who's been like very shady or you know tried yeah. to necessarily be yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know that's the thing. Like one of the reasons why I'm taking this solo trip is to kind of like branch out from the fear that yeah. I have. Like I have all this fear. Like we'll get into the outdoors thing at some point, but I have a lot of fear around the outdoors. <laughs> um, and so, like, Me too. yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to like overcome some of these fears, and that's why I want to do the solo thing. Which is another reason why I want to like try to meet people while I'm there, or like try to do the pub crawl thing, mm-hmm. or something like that. Because the fear that I have is not. Not necessarily about my personal piece, but also just the in general of like somebody, yes, might be crazy. And like, I need to break out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I need to stop assuming that everybody's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, just possibly just maybe go in and assume that people are going to be nice and cool. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then I'll, maybe yeah. I'll make a friend for life. Who knows? But it's really interesting for me. Have you guys ever traveled solo? No. So that's actually, I wrote it down as one of my 2019 goals is to take a first solo trip. That doesn't mean it's going to be an abroad. I have a separate goal that is take your first abroad trip, which doesn't have to be solo. So, you know, yeah. we're we're cutting corners here. Mm-hmm. We're loopholes. <laughs> but, uh, deficiencies. <laughs> because I have, my biggest fear is uh, language barriers. I think because yeah. I have a lot of internal anxiety, the fact that I'm Puerto Rican, I can't speak Spanish. So, like, I just have this innate fear of language barriers and not being able to communicate with people, especially when people assume you can communicate with them. So I want to travel abroad and like deal with, you know, managing through a new language and a new culture. And I also need to get better at Spanish in general, which is another goal of mine. But yeah, I'm I, gonna be learning Spanish better m- more before I go on this trip, so mm-hmm. maybe we can we can practice. Class. I yeah. downloaded Duolingo, <laughs> you know. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about was traveling out of obligation. That seems to be the mm. one of the biggest like anxiety sources for me when it comes to like dealing with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, First, like, have you, like, and when I say obligation, I mean, like, bachelorette parties or, you know, weddings weddings or work work trips or, like, you know, where you have to, like, have lunch or, like, have lunch, breakfast and dinner with your coworkers every day. Not not Mm y'all. But, like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of stuff. How do you maintain your peace? during yeah. those trips because they're kind of like things where you have to do this like I have to go to this you have this to be, on. Have to be on yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm at, it's so funny you asked that question because I actually just wrapped up planning my one of my best friend's bachelorette trips okay. that's in two weeks oh, <laughs> to nice. New Orleans with like 12 <laughs> other people um so I think my number one uh like not rule but guideline uh is 
make sure you bake in time for everyone to recharge. Yeah. Like, actually mm-hmm. literally schedule that out. Because um, it can be really anxiety-inducing. It's overwhelming. Like, you're in a new situation with a lot of women or, like, people you've never met. Um, there's extroverts. There's introverts. It's, like, a yeah. mix of so many different types of people. Um, so when I was creating the itinerary, uh, instead of planning things back-to-back, I have, like, a three-hour slot each day where it's just, like, free time, meaning, like, the extroverts can go and, like, continue drinking on Bourbon Street, and the introverts can go back to the Airbnb (laughs) and, like, take a nap (laughs) or read a book or something. So I think it's so important to, like, not over-plan your trip and, like, bake in that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I feel the same way. I've been going to a lot of weddings. Every summer I've had, like, a big wedding, and and I have another one coming up where it's been, like, activities. So it's, like, you can still kind of do your own thing, but you can't, when you're there with a bunch of friends, especially people that have known you, like, since you were young or, like, my friends are great, first of all. Uh, (laughs) They might be listening. Um, But they're a lot. lot, My friends are a lot. And, Mm -hmm. like, so they want to do stuff constantly. So if I'm literally just chilling, they're like, what are you doing? Come on, let's go. Like, and it's like, I'm just trying to relax. Like, I've gotten more low-key than they are. Like, some Mm -hmm. of them are still, like, hype. Um, They know who they are. And so it's like... So it's kind of this weird struggle where I do sometimes feel like I'm missing out because I'm like, I know that they're hilarious and I'm mm-hmm. having a good time. But I'm like, I really need this. I really need this alone time. And I don't want to pay the $100 for that boat ride. Mm-hmm. Right? That's yeah. like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> There's certain friend groups too. Like, and it might be that the ones that know you the most, they give me the most amount of shit. So yeah. they just yeah. guilt trip you. They force you to go <laughs> against your own will. And more times than not, it's always a good time but it's with those groups of friends that it's really hard to find that downtime for yourself because they're like come on like don't do this again and they guilt (laughs) you and guilt you and guilt you and then you end up doing it so and 12 people is a lot of people that's a lot of people it is a lot but it's also like greater opportunity to find your own kind yeah I was gonna say like another tip that's helped me is that it's okay to split up like if one group wants to do something else and then you find your people (laughs) and like do another thing like carve out that time for yourself so you can show up for your friends because that's why you're there like you're celebrating your friend getting married and you want to give it you're all um, right exactly but in order to do that you need to recharge exactly also i wanted to talk about like uh do you have any like tips for kind of like that self-care when you are a person who is introverted or like you know likes more of a, a chill space while they're traveling i do uh my tip would be to stay don't feel pressure to stay in the heart of the city or like mm. in the thick of it um i tend to try and choose airbnbs or hotels that are a little bit out of the way so in san francisco when i went recently i stayed in i think it was like noe valley which was very quiet yeah um and then that way at the end of the day like when you're done sightseeing or like going out with friends or whatever you know that you have this like very quiet retreat to to go back to and yeah just doing some research about neighborhoods and like which are quiet both quiet and safe is 
always good. Yeah. There was a hotel I looked at for Barcelona that was um, a little bit kind of, I guess it would be in like the suburbs. So it's like right outside the city. Mm -hmm. And I was like considering it because it's inexpensive. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this might be nice to like come back home to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then I'm also like, ah, but it's my first time in Barcelona. But I also don't want to stay on like the main strip. I think it's called like La Ramblas. Where it's mm-hmm. like, like yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. I also don't want to stay, like, right there. Because mm-hmm. I know that I'll be like, these damn kids, <laughs> you know, at, like, 7 p.m. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Wait, don't they take a mandatory nap? I feel like that'll work well, out well for you. It's a mandatory nap. Work out well for me. Mandatory nap. I'm excited for you. I don't think it's mandatory. I think they just, I think you just, But then they go out at, like, 9. Expectation to take a nap. I enjoy that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but they do have like you. Go, they eat dinner at like ten o'clock. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say yeah, like nine ten. Oh, wow. Yeah, very brown. My yeah. digestive system is gonna be jacked. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> when do you sleep? I know exactly. <laughs> like one a.m. When am I going to bed? <laughs> I would say my self care tip is uh, there's this app called Triposo, and they pretty much have every single major city uh, globally that you can get the little add on for. But what you do is you tell it like the things you want to do for the day, and it'll map it out so it's easy for you to walk through or like take public transit through and what I'll do is like do two things and then put the hotel back in and then do two more things and put the hotel back in so there's always like little breaks that you can program into it but it's been a lifesaver that's so smart it's great super nice Hmm. and you can also you can also look at other trips that other people have made like little walking tours that other people have made and then save them and do those Mm -hmm. it's great that's pretty cool what about you ladies any other tips I have one question, actually. What do you guys think about headphones while you're traveling? Because I was thinking, like, if you're going to see sites, I'm going to be by myself. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I've always done, and, like, in New York, I used to do this all the time. I literally wore headphones every time I stepped outside in New York. I was by myself. Like, as soon as I left my house, I had my Mm -hmm. headphones into the minute I walked back into my house or into my office or wherever. And, like... One of the things I was thinking, I was like, how awesome would it be to like have my podcast? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, a I podcast that you yeah, like podcast, and you yeah. enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Imagine just to listening like, to all on she goes. Serena's just listening to her, her own voice like all the time. No, I can't. That's terrible. Um, but like listening to like a, you know a podcast while I'm like at a museum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys think that's rude? Is like that considered rude in places? Or? I don't know if it's about. I don't think it's rude. For me, it's like a level of I have to be super comfortable in the space I'm in in order right. to wear headphones. Yes. Yeah. Like right. I in New York, especially. I think maybe now since I've been so many times, I could probably pull that off. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I always want to hear like the sights and sounds around me. More of a safety thing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say yeah. Um, safety. Yeah, but I think if like. If you, if that's something you enjoy, I can see that being super self-care. Like, to be able yeah. to kind of tune out yeah. if you know where you're going or if yeah. you know this feel somewhat comfortable in your space. It's also pretty great to listen to a, a favorite song or a song yeah. that you love while you see a site because then you're always associated with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I was, I was in... Um, Paris and I was listening to NERD which is like my favorite band they just put out a CD and like so I decided to get off the train a couple stops early and walk the rest of the way and I was listening to like this amazing song and it was like I'll always associate that with doing that so I love that I think so I love that yeah because I was I was like I don't want to be rude to anybody if people are trying to speak to me and stuff but I guess I don't have to speak to people if I don't want to Mm -hmm. no you don't have to speak to people Mm -hmm. something I've learned along in my kind of traveling is that when it comes to things like Airbnb 
to me personally, as someone who doesn't really want to talk to a lot of people on my trip, yeah. um, that I don't have to per se, is doing like the solo Airbnb, like not having a host, yeah. making sure the place you're looking at doesn't have a host, just because like that's some extra interaction that I feel like is not recharging me. Like when it comes to getting recharged by people, mm-hmm. I did it my first time. I went to Chicago and I was my friend and I it was our first time doing Airbnb. We're like, oh, we'll do the host. It's cheaper, like whatever, and. I was like, oh, this is not, this is not my cup of tea. And so ever since then, I've only done Airbnbs without hosts and it's been a way, because it just feels like a homely, like hotel experience. Yeah, for sure. Versus. For sure. Well, we're going to wrap up. Um, I wanted to see if you had anything big that you had coming up you wanted to share with us and also to remind our listeners where to find you. Yeah, of course. Uh, We don't have anything big coming up uh, immediately, but we did just celebrate our 100th issue of the Girls Newsletter. We are also launching our book club, uh, relaunching it in San Francisco as well as Chicago this year and several other cities. So keep an eye out for that. And if you want to follow us on the internet, we are on Instagram at Girls Night In Club. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, you can do so at girlsnightinclub.com. Also, I saw online that you guys are hiring. Is that something you want to talk about or... We are we are hiring. Okay. Uh, I am uploading the job descriptions next week, actually. Um, so we will be looking for editorial and content interns, nice. a graphic designer, and a marketing and analytics intern, uh, and a couple of other full-time positions. So. Yay! Awesome. Nice. I'm sure some of our listeners can fill those shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia, thank you so much for joining us. This was really awesome. Um, we're going to post uh, all the links to Girls Night In and for Alicia on our podcast page and the website, and we'll be uh, you know, keeping in touch and promoting the site on our social channels as well. Thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, awesome. thank you Alicia. Thank you, so much. thank you guys. All right, it was good so talking nice to, to meet you. you. Bye. 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 Bye.